Stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. Welcome back to the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots. This is the Casey Commentary, Biden's Bad Week. Well, in the last week or so, Joseph Robinette Biden, uh, the current illegitimate uh, installed uh, temporary occupant of the White House, has had one of his worst weeks. Oh, sure, there have been worst events uh, vis-a-vis the botched withdrawal in Afghanistan, which led to the 13 U.S. service members that were uh, killed at the Abbey Gate at HKI Airport in Afghanistan. And, of course, the thousands of our allies and or dual um, citizens who have been left behind enemy lines now in the clutches of the Taliban, not to mention uh, the southern border and the invasion that is going on there, uh, where we've had thousands and millions of uh, of illegal aliens spread all across our country, uh, all the way from New York uh, to our border, out to California, into the tips of uh, southern tip of Florida. Everywhere you look, uh, the country has been invaded uh, by illegal aliens, uh, by terrorists, by cartel, gangbangers, drug uh, runners, and human uh, sex traffickers as well. But, you know, that is, of course, been ongoing uh, for the last several years of the first um, part of the Biden administration. But this past week in general has really been a, um, a compilation of bad news for Biden and the Biden crime family. We start with last Monday in which the G20 summit was wrapping up and Biden delivered a speech in Vietnam where he once again said, I've got to follow my orders and call on these people as they tell me, otherwise I'm going to get myself in trouble. Exactly whose orders are you following, sir, and who's giving those orders? You um, allegedly are the president of the United States. You're the leader of the free world, the commander-in-chief. Who could you possibly be taking orders from? Now, maybe you're referring to Jill Biden, your wife, or perhaps Susan Rice, who is an uh, Obama plant in the West Wing. Uh, or perhaps it's Obama himself. Remember, never um, underestimate the ability of Joe Biden to F things up. That's what Barry once told us. Or maybe George Soros or others. Maybe it's the deep state firmly entrenched in Biden being used as a puppet. But whatever, he keeps making these comments about, I have to follow my orders. Um, that's problem number one. And then at some point, looking completely exhausted, spent, uh, and um, and totally um, a, a toast, Biden uh, saying that, I don't know about you, but I'm going to bed this in the middle of a press conference from Vietnam, addressing uh, the media and the rest of the press. I'm going to bed. Well, at least he didn't say I'm going to the basement. And then the final indignity, if you will, is when his White House press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, basically I had to uh, interrupt him in the middle of him answering a question and shut the press conference down. Why? Because Joe Biden is spent. Joe Biden should not be allowed to, I mean, look at it this way. Uh, it is sad to say that our president can't uh, ad lib, that he can't freely answer questions from the press, that he has to pick on assigned uh, members who are, by the way, uh, play by the rules. Otherwise, they won't get called on again. Uh, but in any event, I can never remember a time where a White House press secretary on a foreign junket or foreign trip like the G20 
cut in when the president was still answering a question and shutting it down and saying, well, that's it. Time to turn the cameras off and put your pens and pencils down. But it did happen. And that was just Monday. Then we go to Tuesday, 9-11, the 22nd anniversary of the worst terrorist attacks on U.S. soil since Pearl Harbor. And uh, magically, Joe Biden and his handlers and schedulers did not schedule any memorial visit commemorative visit to ground zero at the world trade uh, center or the twin towers in new york uh nor did he go visit the pentagon which is a hop skip and a jump uh, away from the white house uh, nor did he visit the memorial shanksville pennsylvania instead the president uh, was ushered into anchorage alaska uh, where he <laughs> we're told he was so exhausted from his trip he couldn't quite make it all the way back to washington in one flight and then we started getting the excuses from the White House. Stuff like, well, you know, military jets did take off from Anchorage that day, 22 years ago, to help uh, patrol and police the skies. Okay, uh, but that's still, uh, you could have sent anybody there. Why would the president go to Anchorage, Alaska? With all due respect to Anchorage and Alaskans. And on the very day, and that was one excuse, the other excuse uh, was uh, pretty bad, and that and that was 22 years after the fact they never a president did not visit pearl harbor we're still trying to fact check that one to see if after 20 years is the time when you can write off one of the worst attacks where thousands of americans were killed at pearl harbor and of course at um, on 911 as well but then to add insult to injury on that most um, terrifying and horrifying days uh, we have a deal that was announced where Biden and his administration uh, released five uh, Iranian uh, terrorists in exchange for five Americans. And that in and of itself is is pretty bad. I mean, if you're an American um, and a family of one of those five, I'm sure you feel exhilarated by the fact you're going to get your loved ones home. Uh, but that being said, we normally have a policy where we don't negotiate with terrorists. We don't give them money or ransom, if you will. Now, they're saying the $6 billion uh, that were um, unfrozen uh, were from Iranian accounts that had previously been frozen, uh, and they've been held uh, there for for decades, if you will. And now, of course, they're unfrozen with restrictions that that money must be used for humanitarian purposes, food, medication, etc. And, of course, the the murderous mad mullahs of Iran immediately said, no, you can't tell us how to spend our, our money. We'll spend it any way that uh, you know we think it should be spent. And look, the truth being told, uh, they probably will spend that money on humanitarian. But that frees up six billion dollars elsewhere the, for them to continue to fund terrorism, to fight and kill Americans as well as Israelis and people all over the world. Uh, and that is because now. And guess what? The, the price tag on the head of every American traveling in the Middle East and elsewhere has just skyrocketed as long as Joe Biden is president, because they know they can put one over on the old man. So that was 9-11. Uh, so that's another um, really a, a gut uh, punch, if you will. And then on Wednesday, we get the announcement of the impeachment inquiry. Uh, Speaker McCarthy, uh, in what looked like a hostage tape with the House Freedom Caucus bayonets fixed at his back, uh, preempted Matt Gates and got out there ahead of the um, head of his skis and saying that they're going to announce the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. Now, again, it's just an inquiry. It's not a vote. No articles of impeachment were filed or introduced. Those would be the actual charges. They're still in investigative stage, uh, meaning that they've been investigating since January. 
So nothing really much has changed uh, other than they've now made it official saying, oh, yeah, we're on the track for possible impeachment. But don't hold your breath uh, because, again, you got a lot of rhinos in the House and certainly tons more in the Senate that want nothing to do with impeaching Joe Biden because, after all, he's one of their own. And then that very day, the uh, Washington Compost writer David Ignatius who, by the way, is where the deep state goes to leak stuff, uh, specifically the CIA, they started questioning Biden's age. Uh, Biden should step down. Biden should um, actually not seek re-election in 2024. Turn over the reins to somebody more younger, more virile, more with it, somebody who's actually conscious and has a pulse. Uh, so that is where the, that's the deep state sending a message, we're done. We're done with Joe Biden. And Kamala Harris, if they're done with Biden, they're done with her as well. And uh, that's where you're going to start seeing a lot of Democrats start lining up, uh, getting ready to test the waters. People like Gavin Newsom, uh, maybe Gretchen Whitmer, uh, Josh uh, Shapiro in governor of Pennsylvania's name has been dropped, uh, as well as uh, oh, not John Fetterman. God forbid. God save the uh, God save us all. Uh, but there have been a bunch of people. Michelle, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, the New Mexico governor, tried to do her little gun grab publicity stunt to get uh, to get headlines. So uh, they've begun lining up, uh, waiting for the Godfather to die so they could take his place. So that was Wednesday. On Thursday, we actually get the Hunter indictment, which you know a lot of people think it's it's bad for Joe Biden. Yeah, it's embarrassing. The first time a son or a, a daughter of a sitting president has ever been indicted in history. Uh, so this is certainly a, a, a Biden regime has a lot of firsts here as well. Uh, but again, as I've stated before, Hunter, um, he will not face any serious jail time. It'll be a slap on the wrist on the gun charge. It's all meant to make uh, to protect Hunter Biden from having to refuse to testify before Congress uh, and uh, pretty much uh, tie him up on a neat little bow, and they'll cut some kind of deal uh, where it won't be like the sweetheart plea deal that will uh, protect him from any future uh, charges, but it will be enough where he never sees inside of a jail cell. And then on that Thursday, while he was in Maryland at Prince George's Community College at Largo, the president proceeds to insult minorities, saying uh, black and brown people that uh, without high school diplomas, uh, basically saying the uneducated are the ones that uh, need help uh, in his uh, child poverty tax credit, all of his Bidenomics. That's who's helping the most, the people without high school diplomas. Look, I know a lot of black and brown people who not only have high school diplomas, but who are extremely smart. Uh, and uh, this is just absolutely a racist uh, and, and uh, you know, horrible thing to say. And remember, this was uh, the same guy that called Barack Hussein Obama clean and articulate. Like, that's a rare thing in the uh, the black community these days when he said that. Uh, so now to, once again, pour salt into the wound, the Biden White House has edited, censored, and uh, removed those remarks from the official White House transcript of that day, as if he never said it, as if it never happened. Here we go again. This, again, is third world banana republic type stuff. And to cap things off on Friday, we had the UAW strike uh, where a bunch of uh, union members who basically are in this predicament because of the green raw deal and uh, Biden's embracing of electric vehicles. Uh, and that's what's caused a lot of upheaval with the big three. First time they hit all big three, of course, uh, the UAW. And there was an article in Politico quoting several union members saying, I'll never vote for Joe Biden again, who heretofore has been called the most pro-union president in the history of the United States. 
Not so much uh, because the uh, UAW's had it with Joe Biden because he's placed his climate uh, change crap, uh, his uh, social warrior, woke economic justice nonsense. People are starving out in the heartlands of America trying to make ends meet. Uh, of course, Biden and his crime family, they're taking millions and millions in bribes and uh, kickbacks, et cetera. Uh, but the folks that are working, uh, again, they're working hard. Donald Trump said, hey, you go with me and uh, I'll take care of you. Uh, you'll uh, you'll never have to worry again. So that was on Friday. And then, of course, to top it all off, Reuters announced a poll Friday, a stunning a poll about swing states where Biden is actually trailing Donald Trump by six points in seven swing states, Arizona, Georgia, uh, Michigan, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Wisconsin, Nevada, and uh, North Carolina. Uh, so there you have it. All in all, a very bad week for Joe Biden. This week, he's at the U.N. General Assembly, and Lord knows what kind of uh, mayhem is going to happen when Joe Biden gets in front of a camera or a microphone, because well, one thing we can be sure of is that the worst is yet to come. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Thanks for joining us for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots. Biden's bad week. Don't forget our first full episode is Tuesday, uh, September 19th of the week. And uh, we'll talk with Rachel Powell, J6 mom on Thursday. Until then, remember, you need to fight hard to stay free. You can email us at thesheancaseyshow at gmail.com. Hey!